when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, Skibbereen Heritage Centre are trying to reunite World War One medals with the family of the soldier who was awarded these medals over 100 years ago to discuss finding Private Ryan's family. I'm joined, I love saying that, I'm joined by uh, Terry Carney, who is manager of the Skibbereen Heritage Centre. Good morning to you, Terry. Good morning, Patricia. I, I, I couldn't believe when this when this young soldier's name was, was Ryan. And so we're talking about Private Ryan. OK, take me back and tell me how the medals were, were found. Kalekill Charity Shop, I'm Kale-Kill told. Charity Shop. The good people in Kalekill Charity Shop came to me uh, about a week ago now, actually, Ed and Sarah, and they had the medals with them. And they came here because a few years ago we did a similar thing, but it was actually one of the so-called um, death pennies. It was somebody who had died during the war and there was no home for that medal, but we found a home for it subsequently. But anyway, Ed and Sarah brought these medals over and it seems that um, a volunteer at Kilkill Charity Shop, Steve Ross, had been going through some clothes there and there was an old tweed jacket and unfortunately, it wasn't good enough for resale, but he was putting it into a pile that they resell in any case for rags and so on. And he thought the jacket was a bit heavy. So when he checked the pockets, there were the two medals. And um, clearly these people, you know, they're great. They didn't want to just put them up and sell them. They really thought, you know, well we want to have to find a home for these. So they brought them to me. And um, sorry, no way of finding out who dropped the bag in. No, no, no. Okay. It was amongst a whole crowd of other clothes, and they had no idea of the provenance okay. of the bag. So they they bought the medals to you at the Skibbereen uh, Heritage, Heritage Centre. That's it. Last last Friday, actually. So on the medals was um, P Ryan and his service number. Now I'm not an expert in this period, but f- fortunately we have a lot of very able volunteers here at Skibbereen mm. Heritage Centre, and one of them, Kevin Tomlinson, is very interested in World War memorials and so on. So Kevin is on his holidays down in Spain, but that didn't stop me contacting him and asking him <laughs> for a favour. So uh, poor Kevin down in Spain said, yeah, I'll help out. And he researched what he could find. And it turned out his name is Patrick Ryan. So we were able to put a first name to him. And he found what records he could. Um, and it seems he was a very early enlister. He enlisted in the 1st Battalion Royal Munster Fusiliers around 1914. And he was shipped off to the Balkans. Um, now, we don't know if he served in Gallipoli or not. Um, but there would have been around that time frame for Gallipoli. Exactly, yeah. he would have been. Yeah. Um, but he was certainly um, brought back. He, he may have been in the support base in Egypt as well. But his regiment is evacuated from Gallipoli and from Egypt in January 1916. And he was sent to the Western Front where he did see active service. We know that. Um, on his records, he is cited for a military medal. 
but it wasn't awarded. So he did see active service and he did perform some act of bravery. Um, but subsequent to that, he was transferred to the Labour Corps. Now, we don't know why, but it could have been illness or recovery after wounds or whatever the reason. He was no longer considered fit for combat duties. And subsequently, he was dis- honourably discharged from the Labour Corps and came home to Ireland. Um, now, this is where it gets a bit funny because this is unusual. He's home here with his life after seeing the horrors of the Western Front. And what does he do? He, go and re-enli- he goes and re-enlists. Now, that's unusual. It is very unusual. Um, in the Labour Corps again. Now, you think, oh, the Labour Corps, that's not active service. But it was still a very dangerous occupation because, you know, they were support to the main military. Yeah. They were doing gruesome jobs like digging up dead bodies that had been already buried to try and identify them. And the, his records show the, the battalion that he was in or the regiment that he was in, quite a few of his colleagues were killed. So it wasn't, an, you know, a completely safe Corps at the same time. And that's where we lose him. We know he survived because he came home. He isn't listed in the dead. Um, and these two medals are not unusual. They're standard service medals for yeah. servicemen who saw service in 1914 and 1915. But clearly, you know, they were very important to that man and they're evidence of him risking his life. And it's uh, it would be really lovely to, to find them a home or to... And the idea was, hopefully, that it would jog someone's memory, that someone would know of a Patrick Ryan who had been in World War One. Do we have any indication of where he was, he was originally from? No, not yet. Ah, no, OK. No, no. So That's going to be the key, isn't it? it because is. um, no disrespect, Patrick Ryan uh-huh. uh, is a fairly common name. But I suppose the fact that he re-enlisted, Patricia, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? That's going to be the unusual bit. Yeah, yeah. But the, but I mean, the, he may not even be from Cork. He may not even be from West Cork. I suppose not, but he probably spent time here if his clothing or the medals with his clothing in, or the clothing... Some family, clothing, or yeah. some family member yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. The so Munster Fusiliers, can they be of any help? We've written to them and okay. we're waiting for a response for them and the idea is that we're just hoping that, as I said, it will jog someone's memory. A few years ago, as this is why these people came to me, um, a few years ago we had, um, as I said, a, a so-called death penny handed in here. Now, te- remind listeners what the death penny okay, is. Um, it's a very sad thing. They're memorial plaques. When people were killed during World War One. their family were sent these memorial plaques with dece- deceased names on them. Um, and they became known as the death penny. And the story behind this one was somebody had bought it in the UK. And when you died, there are better records. You know, you can... They found out that this man um, was from West Cork. And the man who found it and bought it wrote a letter to the Southern Star and said, anybody know this man? And a local lady who had a similar surname wrote to him and said... I don't think he's a, rel- he's a relative, but my name is da-da-da-da-da, and would you send me onboard details? And what did the man do? He sent, sent her on the plaque with no return address. Oh. So the lady brought it in to me here, and I said, look, I'm sorry, you know. And she said, well, it's nothing to do with me, and I'm leaving it with you, and off she went. So this little boy's memory, he, he died when he was 22, was here with me. So um, clearly you can't just leave that. So... As a result of a lot of publicity and trying to find out, we eventually found out um, through local knowledge um, and another local historian that his uncle had been a vicar here locally in Asadown Church, 
we couldn't find any family that were living, but he, he had lived with his uncle in Affadown when he was vicar at Affadown Church. Oh, my. So, yeah. So we finally found a place for him. That's like he was, he was coming home. Exactly. That's exactly it. And, and he was only 22 when he 22, died? 22, yeah. And it's just so sad to see that his medal travelled all over the place without a home. But it's now on display at St. Matthew's Church in, Cro- in Church Cross where his uncle would have well uh, been a vicar. Yeah, um, and, and I hate when I see those things go up on sale on those auction sites yeah, and oh, yeah, just, or when I see people yeah. selling on medals, I just yeah, think, oh, yeah. that's why when I heard about these medals, I was saying we've got to find the home uh, for these medals. So Ryan, would there be a lot of Ryans in the West Cork area? I suppose Ryan isn't the, the most popular uh, name in this area. You know, um, if, 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 if he was Patrick O'Sullivan, we wouldn't have any hope at all. <laughs> but we're hoping, Ryan, with the fact that he re-enlisted, that somebody yeah. will have local knowledge and that somebody, it'll jog somebody's memory somewhere. Strangely enough, actually, this morning I got an email from somebody who had visited here last year and his father has one of the memorial plaques. So he's now looking for us to find a home for that as well. So, you know... Somebody somewhere knows something about this Patrick Ryan and all we can do is our best to find a home for him. Yeah, and it's the and the fact that the bag was the bag handed in to Kale Kild, you it know. Was. To, it was, so yeah, okay. That would lead you to okay. give you it's, th- it's somebody it's somebody yeah. locally and it was an old jacket. It was an old tweed jacket that yeah. was so okay. Old that it was valued, it was deemed not to be So So, uh, we're talking about probably an older gentleman's coat, well worn, well used. So we're trying to jog somebody's memory who maybe had a clear out. In yes. a house, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. recently or yeah. in the last few months, and 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 as I said, if it was handed into Kilkill Charity Shop and fair dues to the people there who well done. didn't put it in the window and say, "Oh, look, we have a novelty item," they've gone to all this trouble to try and, and solve it. Um, you know, it's, it it must jog someone's memory. So. Thank you, Patricia, for publicising no it. Problem. So no really problem. hope that there will be. We're going to put any updates on the on, on the Skibreen Heritage Centre Facebook page and on the Kale Kill Charity Shop Facebook page. So hopefully somewhere somewhere someone will and come someone up with is something. suggesting. Could you put a picture of the jacket up on Facebook? Would that jog a memory? I don't the know. Jacket's if they kept gone, the jacket's gone. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's an old, well-worn tweed jacket. An old, anyway, well-worn okay. tweed gentleman's jacket. Yeah. All right. Which okay. I well, they all would look pretty similar anyway. Keep yeah. in contact with us and if we hear anything we'll be on to you straight away we will Patricia and thank you very much thanks for a million bye bye, bye 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 uh, the lovely Terry Carney there who is the manager of the Skibbereen Heritage Centre as we all go in search of Private Ryan's family if anybody if it jogs the memory with anyone please uh, get on to us and we'll pass on your details to Skibbereen Heritage Centre because it would be true really really lovely to have these medals uh, reunited with the family of the now long, long deceased Private Patrick Ryan. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.